Are you currently a surrogate or you're in the process of becoming a surrogate? Be neither and you're still on the fence about it. Regardless of where you're at in your journey, you are in the right place. This podcast is for you. Yes, you heard me right. You girl. I created this podcast to shed light to surrogacy and help educate, inspire, and most importantly, support women. It's my mission to help guide women to have the healthiest journey, both emotionally and physically. I'm sure we can all agree as mamas, we always take care of others, but here I'm going to take care. I got you. If this sounds like you turn up the volume, grab that coffee, that tea, heck, even that wine, and let's get started. I'm your host, Vanessa Clemens, and you're listening to Confessions of a Woman. Welcome back, ladies, and thank you for tuning in. To confessions of a woman I just would like to start off by saying happy new year's it is 2020 I can't believe that the year is already gone by I mean I feel like I'm gonna be saying that for 2021 but let's go ahead and just start from where we're at <laughs> 2019 came to an end I thought it'd only be right to dedicate January to the end of a pregnancy for a surrogate I know what you're probably thinking, how come you didn't do this in December? Well, you can thank Santa Claus for that. (laughs) You can thank Christmas because that is why the delay is. So I want to dive in deep with all topics, but the first one that we're going to go over is going to be medical bills. We will be going over what kind of bills a surrogate can accumulate and how we can make sure to minimize the possibility of our medical bills going into collections. So let's get right into the episode today. This is episode number 11, medical bills being a surrogate. So I feel like I say this often, but make sure that you have a pen and paper handy. So this information that I will be discussing with you guys, you'll be able to look back on and make sure that you have obtained all the information or the steps so that you are good to go. But I mean, if you don't and you just want to keep playing a replay on this uh, podcast, I'm good with that too. (laughs) To those who are new to surrogacy and they're looking into it, you're probably wondering, well, I thought the medical expenses were going to be covered. And that is true. I do not want to freak anyone out. The medical expenses will be paid for 100% and that is from the intended parent's responsibility. In today's episode, we will be going over one, how insurance is obtained for surrogates, two, what a surrogate typically gets billed for, three, what to do when you receive a bill to ensure that your surrogacy bills never go into collections. And lastly, just some quick tips to be proactive and to always be on top of things. Number one, how to obtain insurance as a surrogate. So for example, you've got three different options. You can be in the category where you are with an agency that does cash pay, which means that all your medical expenses Um, usually will be like per appointment or any bills that accumulate after delivery, they will pay cash. Um, Usually they'll probably call in with like a credit card number already on file or something like that. That's a question that you should ask your agency when choosing them. How do you handle 
medical bills. The next category that you can be in is if you are using your own current insurance policy, whether it be through your employer, that is surrogacy friendly. A lot of the times you can just call the insurance company and state to them, if I am a surrogate, will I still be covered for the maternity benefits? And if they say yes, then nine times out of 10, that is going to be a surrogacy friendly policy. If they say no, it has to be your own, then you are looking to do the third category, which is having the agency purchase a policy, whether it be through Anthem or Blue Cross Blue Shield, that's usually going to happen with open enrollment and the agency delegates the payments and that way when you receive your bills for your in-network doctor, then they will process it accordingly. Just to quickly recap on the categories, it's cash pay, it's your self-insurance company, an independent purchased policy. Also for the open enrollment, I am only familiar with the state of California. So all my out-of-state surrogates, if you have dealt with your insurance policies a different way, please let me know because I would love to share the information with our fellow Sero sisters. Next on our list is number two, and that is what a surrogate typically gets billed for. So as a surrogate, we all know the basic OBGYN appointments. There's also the delivery, echocardiograms, ultrasounds. So we got quite a few things that we are potentially billed for. I know there's blood work, labs, all depends on how your OBGYN and your hospital bills, because a lot of them bill separately between physician and facility. Then we have have thirdly what to do when you receive a bill. For one, I would definitely encourage you to start a folder and being organized as possible so that you can eliminate any confusion because you'll see quickly there's going to be so much paperwork flowing in the mail. It's going to be like, this is not a bill. The next thing you know, it's like a summary of benefits paid. Then it's an actual bill. So make sure to keep all the originals and to submit anything that you possibly think is a bill to your agency. I would never let any time go by. I would literally take a picture of it and send it in an email and also make sure to submit it with the subject medical bill or even just like the medical bill and the reference number only because that allows proof for yourself. It's kind of providing a receipt and some paper trail for the agency and yourself indicating that you've initially sent out that record because I do notice that all the bills look the same. Um, a lot of the times the amount can be the same, but it'll be for a different date. And lastly, here are a few tips to be proactive and to always stay prepared when dealing with your medical expenses. Okay, so we have contact your billing department at the hospital you plan on delivering at because depending on the hospital, they have two different ways to bill. They have a physician's charge and a facility charge. So I would contact the hospital and see who exactly or which department you're supposed to contact when you have any questions regarding the bill. Once you've clarified that information, I'd write that down as well as to see if you could give consent, possibly a release to your coordinator or the individual at the agency who handles the claims so that once you've received it, they know exactly who to contact so there's no running around. Also, always have the insurance card on hand 
can. And if you misplace it at any time and it's too late and you go into labor, make sure to see if you can log in, create an account and pull up a temporary one because the hospital register is going to need it and it's just that much easier. But you should always provide it as like a pre-birth order so that the hospital already has it. But this is just, just in case it gets lost along the lines, you always have it to provide it. And that is going to wrap it up. Just to recap, we went over how insurance is obtained as a surrogate and what a surrogate typically gets billed for, what to do when you receive a bill, and just some quick tips that you can stay proactive with your medical expenses. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Confessions of a Woman. I am so happy that we're going into the new years with each other, but please make sure to follow me on Instagram at confessions of a underscore woman w-o-m-b-e-n where we can stay connected and build a bond throughout this year i'm so excited to see what 2020 has to offer us mamas how many sero babies are born and the list goes on so stay with me and